Let's go talk to Lomas Brown, one of the greatest Lions of all time, also part of the Lions Radio Network. And Lomas, man, I'm I'm having a tough time trying to figure out how I was watching a one and one team leading by double digits in the second half against now five and one Minnesota. And they're now the worst team in the NFL, at least in draft order status. Uh, I, I just, I, I've never seen, I've seen a lot with the Lions, Lomas. I've never seen a free fall like this in season, and we're not even halfway home yet. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of discouraging, to be honest with you, Hughes, that the way the season is turning out so far, and it's just, you know, just the things that have been happening, you know, things like the defense being historically bad when they were, um, and now it seems like the defense is starting to play, you know, a lot better. But now you got you got the offense struggling um, and putting the defense in terrible positions, um, you know, not to have success. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is actually how our over the last couple of weeks how our offense has really hurt our defense. And, you know, the defense needed as much help as they can get. And instead of getting help, they're getting the opposite of that. So that's been surprising, especially since we thought the strength of this team was going to be on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially with our offensive line and our running game. And, you know, things hadn't really turned out that way. So I'm, I'm like you, Huge. I'm having a hard time. Um, I even gave Coach Campbell a hug after the game, uh, you know, on Sunday, man, because you know the feelings that I have for him. But I just, it's just hard. It's just hard going through it as a, a active player, and believe me, it's hard watching it and going through it as a former player too. If you had to step back for a moment, Lomas, and objectively just say this is why they have collapsed. Uh, what would be that checklist in order at one, two, and three? Well, I mean, the number one thing would be, especially, you know, at the quarterback position. We all know that's the most important position. And, you know, you, you can lead in, in different ways, huge. I mean, you know, you don't have to go out there and throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns every game. You know, there's other ways of leading, you know, with your body language. I think that's a big thing with the quarterback. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks with Jared, I mean, for his body language, you could he looks defeated. And when you're on the field and you see your leader, you know, body language like that, of course, what's his, what it's going to do is going to uh, spread throughout your team. So I just think Jared says all the right things, but, again, I think your body language, you know, it says a lot of things too. And then, you know, the other thing is just some of the decisions that we've made, you know, be it on the coaching side of the ball with, you know, going forward at certain times when maybe you don't need to go forward. Um, you know, with some of the play calling, too. You know, you can't excuse Ben Johnson for some of the things, you know, on some of those fourth downs. You know, I didn't have a problem with a lot, some of those fourth down calls. I think more of my problems were with the, the fourth down plays that they use. Um, so, you know, some of that falls on the coaches. 
and getting these guys ready to play, that has to fall on the coaches. And Dan knows that. Dan and that coaching staff, those guys have been between those lines. So they know that. So, you know, hopefully, man, I thought things would look a little better or a lot better after the open week. So hopefully they can keep grinding away and get things back on track. But right now they're just not looking good. What has improved is the defense from that Seattle game. They they didn't look bad uh, at New England uh, in they that first half, uh, really in early third quarter. Uh, they played well enough to uh, give the Lions a chance to stay in the game and uh, win it. But the lack of adjustments and what I'm seeing, Lomas, and you you you've played football at the highest level, you know, Florida, NFL, high school, uh, coaching, especially in the National Football League. They know what you're doing. They adjust, uh, and, and the good ones find a way to get through it. Not every time, but most of the time. I, I'm seeing this staff getting out coached in games. I really am. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right about the adjustments. What's alarming to me, too, huge is, like you said, when we come out of halftime, it just had these last two weeks. My goodness, man, we we've come out flat. You know, we haven't come out, and it doesn't seem like we made a lot of adjustments. And that's puzzling to me, especially with you, like you say, when we come out of halftime, and you know, you don't make the necessary adjustments or the necessary things that you have to do. It, it, I'm I'm with you, my my friend. It's puzzling to me. What goes on at halftime where we can't come out and make some of the adjustments that we need to make the stay in ball games or the the win ball games? And the other thing is just just us finishing. I mean, you know, just finishing. You know, you start the game a certain way, and you want to be able to finish that game a certain way. And again, we're just not finishing games, whether we have the league or we don't have the league. Right now, we're not finishing games either. So it's a couple of things that are alarming me, too, uh, that's going on. They're correctable things. Those are things that can get corrected. They just have to start getting corrected. Man, that game uh, for Dan Campbell and his staff against the Dolphins on Sunday, back at home after you dropped the egg against Seattle, you blew the Minnesota game, you didn't show up offensively against New England, and again, you don't show up offensively at Dallas. Uh, NFL stands for not for long, and it's not about the nice guys or guys you know or like, and you've had buddies get cut or shown the door, and you know it's a tough business. Uh, but Dan Campbell and his staff have to find a way to have this team prepared and deliver four quarters of football and win that game on Sunday. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I'm telling you, huge, the Fords got the they, – they, they, they take some of this fault too now. They have to – they got the fall on the sword this year too. And the reason why I say that is – you let the Matt, Patricia, Bob Quinn regime get rid of all your talent. Even though we knew those guys were on shaky ground, you still let them do things like, you know, get rid of Darren Slay and uh, Andre did. Uh, you know, you, yeah, and then you let them do things, you know, just I, I just I didn't understand it, huge. I mean, those guys were almost like the walking dead 
But yet still, you made them do things or you let them, you allowed them to do things that have set this team back years. I mean, years. Then you go, then they go out, think about it. They go out, they get rid of Slay. Then you turn around and you draft Jeff Okuda, who's having a great year this year. I'm not going to even lie. But at that time, we didn't really need a Jeff Okuda. We had a shutdown corner in Darius Slay. We had safeties in Quandre Diggs. And you can even go back to Glover Quinn. So now you're just recycling. And then you have to turn around and you have to pick a corner hit the third pick in the draft because you let your shutdown corner go. Nah. So that's why I say some of this has to fall on the fours, uh, Sheila, and it has to fall on them. So to me, I think Dan Campbell and the staff are safe. I don't care what the record ends up this year. I just don't see them making a move by releasing or cutting or firing any of those guys. I think the fours have to fall on the sword for this year. Next year is a different situation. This year, they got the fall on the sword for what's going on and what's happening with this team. Well said, and I, I do agree with you. I'm not calling for Dan Campbell uh, to be fired, but if this season ends up 1-16, and 16, how in the heck does Dan Campbell or anybody connected to this team, including the Ford family, sell hope to the fan base during the offseason? Well, uh, again, huge. Look at our fan base. Look at our fan base. They don't have to sell hope to our fan base. We got one of the best, I say the best fan base in the NFL. These people come out, our fans come out. They came out for the 16 season. They packed the, the, the dome. They packed it every Sunday. And we had an incompetent guy, Matt Matt Miller, leading us. Everybody knew that he was incompetent of doing his job, but yet still, the fans showed up. They know that. I mean, you know, the organization know that we got the best fans, and these people are going to come. They're going to support the Lions through thick and thin. I don't care if they win one game, no games. They're going to support them, and they know that. They know that, huge and stuff. So, again, to me, the Fords fall on the sword this year. They have to because of things that were allowed to happen when Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn were here. Well said, Lomas. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, being a part of the Lions Radio Network, I don't think we'll get in trouble. I think it's an honest statement. I, I, I just would love to be a fly on the wall and try and figure out how you can watch the film of the first half against Washington, who just beat the Packers this past weekend. Uh, one of the best halves of football outside of finishing, maybe a couple of those drives in the end zone that I've seen collectively from the Lions, offensively and defensively and special teams. And then uh, you come back and you give away the Minnesota game where you led by double digits in the second half. And then you put up 45 and you lose to Seattle, who has shown they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, they're offensive weapons. You can see what an offense around you, including Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, who's emerging as one of the best backs in the league. And then you, you, you don't show up. with You play with no emotion against New England. You play with no passion or emotion after a bye week against Dallas. And I think that's, you know, you talk about those loyal Lions fans they will not tolerate teams quitting or not showing up in Detroit. Absolutely. You are not. That's the one thing, Hughes, you can't do. As a player, 
that's the one thing, like you said, is unforgivable. It's for a player or, or and a, you know, a player or a staff to give up. You're right. That's the absolute bottom worst that can happen. And I haven't seen that, you know, I I, now, again, huge. Look at some of the injuries that we've had. And I know it's hard when you got different guys going in. You can't develop chemistry. You got guys really don't – you can't play some of the, the plays that you want to call. You can't do that. Some of the defenses or the schemes you may want to run, you can't do that because you might have a rookie, a second year guy, an inexperienced guy back there that can't handle that. I understand they have been – hamstrung a little bit by that because we have had some injuries that I don't think we really counted on having coming into the season. But I haven't seen those guys give up. I know, again, what I think the Lions should do and the coaching staff should do is to go back and shorten all the playbooks. Go back and shorten the offensive playbook, the defensive playbook, put in things that we're very good at running. It may not be a lot of things, but it's got to be some things that we're really good at running, shutting down the game plans, and run what you run good over and over and over again. Make the offense, I'm sorry, make the defense try to stop your offense and make your, your, your defense more effective against some of the offenses that we have to play. That's the only thing I could think you could do, uh, you know, right now. You can't do anything drastically. I don't think you want to do anything drastically because that shows the players that you're panicking. And as a coaching staff, you don't want to show the players that you're panicking. You want to show them that, hey, we're going to ride this out. We're going to continue to do the things that make us successful, but we're going to stick with it. Those what to me has to happen. I think that's the only thing that can happen at this point to try to help salvage uh, this year. Well, my spirited conversation. Thank you so much, my man. Enjoy the Miami game. Maybe I'll see you in Detroit on Sunday. Absolutely, huge. Anytime. All right, Lomas Brown, part of the Lions Radio Network, telling it like it is.